Welcome to the Money Barista podcast in the virtual cafe where coffee meets money. This is your host, Kerry Zab, the Money Barista, and together with Kim White, we bring you weekly episodes to talk about the beans in your business. How would you like to be in control of your business finances? Step inside the virtual cafe with us for these combos where we share our experience with you. So what are we waiting for? Come on, let's go. It's coffee time. Welcome back, Kim. Hey, Terry. How are you? I am really good, but I have some burning questions for you, Carrie, as usual. Always bring in the questions, more questions. Okay, okay. That's okay. I think that this is an example of something that is simple when you know how to do it, but really hard when you don't. Like, really intimidating. And Carrie, being in the virtual cafe with you gives me confidence in my finances. I want everyone to have that same experience with you. So the question today, I'm going to just go there. The question today is why do I have to reconcile my bank accounts? Oh, that is a spicy one, Kim. And let me start by saying, well, first, in my experience, I think this slips off a lot of people's radars for the very reason why you brought the question is because there's this kind of stigma about it, like, well, I don't have an accounting platform. Isn't that something you do in like high-end accounting type of thing? Not not just my business finances. I don't need to do that. So it gets dismissed a lot. And I think the problem is A, not understanding a simple method for it. B, again, that mentality of it's for the big dogs. It's not for me as, as your average human. And quite frankly, I think just that lack of knowledge of how easy it can be it doesn't have to be complicated so therefore we kind of you know stuff it in the pile and don't even worry let's just put it over there Kim like I don't I don't want to think about that that just sounds too hard hey I think you just tapped into a word I want to look at and we can be dismissive when we don't know how simple something can be that's what you just said and I, I think that's true of everything but especially our business finances we're scared of them maybe sometimes or I feel like sometimes we don't want to look at them because we fear what they're going to tell us. That's another piece I feel like makes us dismiss them. But why, Kiri, is it a good idea to learn how to do it, even if it's the simplest one, simplest way, why is it a good idea to do it? Well, Kim, I want to actually kind of reference this to reading a book. If I was to read, say the book's got 10 chapters and I read chapters 1 and chapter 2 and chapter 3, and then I go to chapter 10 and then I read the conclusion. I've missed potentially so much good stuff by skipping those chapters of reading the book. If we don't look at our bank statement from top to bottom, we're going to miss something potentially. There might be a charge on your bank account that you're not aware of. There could be income that you haven't accounted for. There, there's so many pieces that you can miss that need to be in 
your business finances need to be, you need to know about them and they need to be part of your records. So if you kind of just look at the top and turn over the page and, and look at the end, what happened in the middle? What's the story in the middle that we're actually going to miss out on? Potentially there's expenses we're not claiming, there's potential income that we're not claiming, and there might even be, and Kim, you know how I feel about those recurring payments, there might even be something that slips past the keeper. There might be something there that we need to know about because maybe it doesn't belong there. Maybe it's something we can stop. Maybe it's something that happened that we don't even know about. So if we're not looking at each of those lines, the ins and the outs, we haven't got a full picture. So we can't actually see what happened and therefore we're just going to miss critical information. I think it's really important, Carrie, not only for like getting your savings tools so that you can make sure you know what is supposed to come out, but I think it's brilliant that you can check your bank account to make sure what is actually coming out. Because at the end of the day, they're taking dollars. I think sometimes we get complacent maybe is the right word because we're not seeing paper dollars they're just numbers on a piece of paper and if we don't like numbers that can cause us to to miss really important things like you're saying I really feel like this is such a no one wants to talk about this Carrie and I'm grateful you will talk about this because it, it is important you don't know what you don't know have you ever looked at your bank account or credit card statement and found charges you forgot to cancel? Do you have a sinking feeling that you are spending money on things you no longer use? I'm Kerry Zarb, the Money Barista, and I share a free tool that has saved users over $116,000. If you want to get in control of your recurring payments, then the Money Barista Savings Tool is the free step for you. I host a live tour of the Savings Tool every quarter. It's completely free for you to attend and get this amazing tool. Let me show you how this tool can save you money and help you track your progress. Head over to kerryzarb.com forward slash savings to register for the next live tour. And while you're there, grab your free and private copy of the Money Barista Savings Tool so that you can get started on saving money today. Kim, something that I've seen and actually been told on a number of occasions is that a lot of people think their bank statements are for their accountant. The whole purpose of a bank statement is just come tax time so that you've got the document. A lot of people don't even touch them or look at them until they're due to see the accountant to do their taxes. So they've not looked. They think it's just for the accountant and they've missed potentially so much that has happened in that bank account or credit card statement for that matter as well. And oh, it kind of gives me goosebumps and makes me shiver and kind of gulp a little bit at the same time because yes, your accountant does need those things, but we should already be aware of what's in them at the very least. Well, and Carrie, you bring up another good point of like credit card statements too, like reconcile any of that. And I think the word reconcile, maybe that's part of the sticking point. Oh, for sure. Sounds like a big word and something really. Yeah. And a lot of people think reconciling is done by a bookkeeper or an accountant. It is a yucky word. It's almost as yucky as the word budget when you think about it, because it's got that 
ick kind of tendency about it, you know, reconcile. I'm going to reconcile my bank statement. Like, ugh, doesn't it doesn't sound appealing, you know. So maybe that word is, is not maybe the one we should be using. Maybe it's more, you know, look over your bank statement, go through your bank statement, actually have like the, the copy of it digitally or, or the paper version and go through it line by line. But just look at the entries. This is what I want people to understand is just look, look at what the charges are, look at where they're coming from, make sure you know, or, you know, is that an expense that I can claim? understand what those transactions are so that we're not missing critical pieces. Okay, I'll give a confession to something that I was looking at my bank statement, but I didn't know where the charge was coming from. And it took me a little detective work to figure it out. But when I got finished, like I had to call the bank and like they had to do some stuff too. But that, I'm going to say a couple hours because it did take longer than a few minutes. That couple of hours, actually, they refunded, I think it was $1,200 because I had not been faithful to that. And, and there was a window of time. So I want to say this from my own experience is if you have a charge and you wait for the end of the year or your end of your tax cycle to give your bank statement to your accountant and you've been charged for something, a lot of time you have 30 days or 90 days, whatever it is, to to say something or the charge stands. You don't get to to like have it reversed. And so I think that's another great reason why to do it is to do the minimum. Terry, how would, so is it the same there? We can flip over our bank statements normally at most banks and on the back it has a, a literal reconciling chart. Like it, it gives you the ability to do it. But first, I want to know if you have the same thing on your bank statements. And the other is, what is the simplest way? Like if we if we are really intimidated or we really don't understand the whole process, what's the simplest way to do it or get started doing it? I feel like there's three things I need to address here, Kim. So firstly, over here, it depends who you bank with as to how long you've got to inquire about charges and potentially get refunds. Refunds are not quick. They're a process in themselves. So if money has gone from your account and it's not legit, then obviously make inquiries with your bank institution as to what those terms are. In answer to your second thing, I think was about the statement itself and the little reconcile table. A lot of them here have that as well, but again, they all look different. So check yours and, and see what it's got at the end of the statement. And as far as the simplest way is, I go back to what I said before, you want to go through each line entry. You've got an opening balance on an account and you've got a closing balance. And once you go through each of those lines and identify the charges and tick them off, if you've got a paper version, grab a pencil and, and do little ticks, circles, crosses, whatever you want to do. I have been known to maybe get a little bit colourful with highlighters, Kim, because I'm a highlighter kind of girl. And just go through it piece by piece. And what you really want to see is that your opening balance starts here, goes out, it comes in, all the different things. Some of them, most of the time, they have a running balance on the side as well. So each 
transaction, you started here, then this came in, there's your balance. And then that came out, there's your balance. So just check all of those amounts, just go through. And the other tip I wanna to give to Kim, and this may or may not be present for you guys, but it is here. If you don't recognize one of the line entries, you actually pop that into Google, the exact text. Sometimes Google comes up with the identifier. So here, I've done this because I've, you know, seen on clients' accounts and my own account. Man, what is that? Like, it's not, it just doesn't, could that be? And what did I do type of thing? And you can pop it into Google. If you've got the digital version, you can copy and paste, pop it into Google, and you'll normally get a hint or an indication of where that charge has come from, from a Google search. So but that's just a, an extra little tip there, Kim. That was a great tip, Carrie. Oh, thanks. Um, but go through each line. And when you get to the end, obviously, once you've gone through, ticked all the ins and outs and all the pieces, if you've circled anything or you put a question mark or a highlighter or anything like that, they're the ones you need to go back to. So they might be the ones that need to be actioned. They might need further investigation. You might need to go through your, you know, chain of events and double check what you've done and otherwise go to the Google search and see what you can find out there. And then make sure what you started with and what you ended with, everything equates, everything equals. You're happy with all of the pieces on there. You've done what you need to do as far as accounting for the right things. And it's so simple, Kim. I love, Carrie, how everything you tell us makes life simpler. <laughs> That's my aim, Kim. That is my aim. We need to get in control of our finances and stay that way. So thank you for answering that question. And Carrie, we have lots more questions coming. I'm just going to tell you. Well, I feel like we got least. Well, Kim, I appreciate you always being here with me in the virtual cafe. And of course, we love that our listener is tuning in. And I think that's a wrap. We don't want to go over complicate these things, Kim. We don't need to go into other details because I just want to keep it simple. Yes, I agree, Carrie. And thank you. Thank you for all you do for all of us. And thank you, listener, for being here and wanting to get in control of your finances. Oh, definitely. We love that. And Kim, we'll be back in the virtual cafe next week. Love you, Carrie. Thank you. Love you, Kim. Bye. Thank you for joining us in the Virtual Cafe studio for this convo about business finances. This production is brought to you by the money barista, Kerry Zarb. You can follow the show to be notified of future episodes. And if you're enjoying this podcast, we encourage you to leave a rating or personal review. Until next time, happy biz beans to you. No beans were harmed during the production of this podcast. Information contained in this podcast should be taken as general advice only and your personal circumstances have not been taken into account. It is recommended that you seek financial advice from a professional who is licensed to do so. If you choose to act upon the general advice shared, you do so at your own risk.